the Next Level Loan Officers podcast. To learn more about Next Level Loan Officers, go to becomenl.com. Hello, everybody. Kenneth Travis here with Next Level Loan Officers with my main squeeze, Sean Zamanoff. Hello, hey, Sean. Uh, today, guys, we have a, a special guest on today's podcast. And one of the things that we like to do here at Next Level is really bring on loan originators that are in the trenches, that are building teams, doing a lot of the things that many of us are doing or trying to do or get better at, whether it's uh, scaling, marketing, uh, pivoting, right? So we're in an industry now where, um, you know, uh, it's changing. And if you're not changing with it, a lot of loan officers in this country are going to be surprised with no business. Very important, guys, that you start looking at your business a little bit different in this market. So without further ado, Rebecca Foote, one of our next level loan officer uh, students and clients, but also recently a next level coach um, that has been earned. And she's- <laughs> yeah, so uh so we'll just jump right in, Sean. Uh, I know we've got some questions for uh, Rebecca. And I think the first thing, you know, you're an amazing implementer, Rebecca. I know you, you know, from the times that we have spoken and talked, you're just very dialed in in terms of, and what I like about you most is like you focus on one activity, you take it to completion, right? And then you, you yeah, and then you <laughs> move on to the next one and the next one. And by no means are you perfect, but you certainly have had a lot of growth in the last, you know, in the last year, especially. Um, just tell us a little bit about your business, uh, maybe where you're located and how long you've been in the business. So I own Foot Capital Mortgage with my husband, Sean, and we are an independent direct lender. So we're like a lot of you, in that aspect, but we're a little bit different in the fact that it's literally my husband and I with 13 employees, including us, and we do everything in-house, underwriting, funding of the loan. So um, we have our full Eagle, which is our HUD license to underwrite FHA in-house. So a lot of people our size don't have those licenses. So it puts a lot of liability on us. But um, it gives us a lot more freedom to do what we want and run our business the way that we want. So my husband does everything running the business side um, with a HUD license. He's not allowed to talk to clients. So he does all the HR, accounting, (laughs) compliance, you know, all that fun stuff that I don't want to deal with. And I took over all the sales side of it. And we do have two other loan officers as well. But I have a team within Foot Capital called the Rebecca Foot Mortgage Team. And we are in Carlisle, Pennsylvania, so about 30 minutes south of Harrisburg. And um, so we're in the Northeast where it's cold. And first quarter, you tend not to do a ton of business in the Northeast. (laughs) It's just just the way our market is when it's a normal market, I should say. Um, But Awesome. So is that different this year for you? um, We're starting to see it be more of a normal market. Um, January, we did well. February is a little bit more of a normal market. And I, I'm not worried about that. Cause I, it's just what we're used to, you know, and I just have to keep reminding myself that it's okay. Cause yeah, I want to tell you, I, I love your model. A lot of people in this industry aren't familiar with it. You know, they're either on the, you know, they're plugged into a banking organization, which is great. 
uh, or they're a broker, right? But there's something in the middle. It's called a mini correspondent lender. And you guys are probably mini correspondent lenders with warehouse lines, but now you're got your full ego. It means you're underwriting your, your, your transactions as, as well. Not an easy thing to do. It does take, you know, you got to have a certain net worth and like there's things you have to do to get that, to get that. Uh, I had, I'd had mine too. And I was mini correspondent, but man, I love that world because you, there's more meat on the bone, so to speak. But you, to your point, it's also more risk. And under that model, you could, you know, we were able to go up and down on the rate sheet. So there wasn't really as a, as the entity owner, you know, so yeah. there's a lot of compliance, it's not hard, <laughs> but it's hard, you know, it's like, yeah. it's, it's challenging. It takes time to build it out. So I love that business model. I love that you bring it up because it's rarely in our industry. We talk about the different business models that you can, you know, as an originator, and the reason it's so important, and, and I don't want to go off topic from what we're talking about today, but the reason it's so important is because I think it's important for us to know what business model that we're in and understand it so we can be that. You know what I mean? I think there's a lot of people out there, a lot of originators that are with the wrong company. A lot of originators are out there, maybe do need to do their own thing, you know, leaving too much meat on the bone, you know. And and so I just think it's important for people to know where they're at. What do you think, Sean? Um. I mean, there's, there's different <clears throat> shoes sizes that fit everyone and yeah. you know, the, uh, you got to find what works for you. I, I think the number one thing is, is really focusing on growing your business. I, I don't want yeah. people to get too distracted with what their business model is and, and frankly, how many basis points you make, because yeah. the more loans you close, the more ATMs that you do, the actions yeah. that matter in our world, uh, the more money you make and, and the more leverage you have. Um, you know, I was just talking to somebody yesterday who was considering, moving companies been in the industry for a few years. And I'm like, dude, have you talked to the place you work at? Like, you know, you didn't do any loans and now you do a lot of loans. Like would you maybe ask them for a raise and hire an assistant there first. That yeah. person has no pain where they're at, you know? So <clears throat> before you decide to jump out on your own and open your own mortgage bank or open your own brokerage, like, you know, every th- problem you have that some other company can fix has an issue that's perfect at your place that you're never going to know you have until you get there. That's it. Yeah. That's it's a good not perspective. For everybody. It's not. Yeah. It's not good. I remember Rebecca, when, when you were telling me about this, I think it was probably six summers ago. And, uh, and we were actually, we're all hanging out in the pool. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and she, and she's like, I'm like, you're doing what that is. I, you know, and damn, if it wasn't a great call for you, congratulations. Thank yeah, you. I would. And I would say, Rebecca, most people, it's not a good fit for most people. And I think that Sean and I coach a lot of people away from that, that route because, but you have your husband who's handling that portion, yes. which makes a difference. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. Thing. Don't do it by yourself. Yeah. But that's why I, I love Next Level because for me, I don't have the people in our business to talk to and brainstorm with. And and that's why I wanted next level because I get that with, with you guys. Right. Awesome. So, so talk to us about like, you know, so you, it's, it is six years, it's six or seven years that you've had you've been on this trajectory. Um, we brought underwriting in house in 2016. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, kind of give us the back of the baseball card stats. What, what did the last few years look like for you? Uh, you know, personally, your growth. I mean, we got to talk about the classes you teach because you absolutely crush it there. And uh, any other actions that matter that you that you stay focused on? Yeah, sure, sure. So um, 
basically the last two years, I've been pretty solid on volume or um, units. I did 250 in 2020 and 247 in 2021. Um, so, you know, basically identical. My volume was pretty much the same. It went up slightly because, you know, housing prices went up and all that. So it was about 53 million and 55 million. Our average loan amount last year was 222. So I'm not in a super high cost area. <laughs> Me neither. Um, <laughs> None of the three of us on this call. <laughs> compared to 2019, I did 116 units for um, about 24 million. So I basically doubled in 2020. Rebecca, and, I got a question for you. Yeah. How, what, do you have the breakdown of purchase versus refi or roughly percentages from 20 to 21? So I do. So um, 2020, I will, I'm going to put a caveat in with this. So we were 70% refi, but you have to know that Pennsylvania was shut down for four months where purchases were not allowed to happen. Realtors were not allowed to work. Housing was not essential. So when you can't write contracts, that causes issues. <laughs> so I was very thankful to have the refis to keep us going. Um, and then in 2022, we did go back to about 50-50. But um, in 2022, it's it's all purchase. So. so the reason that I asked that question is because a lot of people in, in 21, um, mm -hmm. a lot of us had better years. Some of us had sideways years and some people even went down a little bit, but you really have to analyze like the refis are bonuses. And man, when we got years like 2020 and the beginning of 21, amazing, huge bonus checks that, that, that we get unless you live in Texas where they don't do refis. Um, but the, uh, but like when your business, when you increase 20% of more of your business is, is purchases, that's a huge thing when your volume is staying the same, your units are the same and you have 20, you, you have that much more business in purchase mm -hmm. because that sets up the next years better. That's those, you know, S curves that KT, you like to talk about and growth that we get to experience and versus just being like, Oh, like it, it was, you know, a lot of people had yeah. close twice mm -hmm. the amount of business in the first six months of 2021 than they did in the last half of 2021 because they didn't have refis as many, near as many refis. Yes. Yeah. And most importantly, just because what it doesn't matter what you closed last year, last year's over. Like we yeah. have to stay focused on what we're going to close this year. And it's interesting, but it's an interesting conversation because like I always feel like it doesn't matter how many units you close, right? Respectfully, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter, um, you know, how, what the loan volume was. For me, it's all about deposits in my personal bank account. Right. Because people can be, I mean, I've known originators, you know, in this business that have, have done, you know, over a hundred million and didn't make any money. You know what I mean? So you got to be able to be profitable inside your business model, regardless of which way, way you made 17 basis points. on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to assume that you're making money, which is oh, yeah. uh, in my opinion, one of the most important things. Yeah. Um, cause you know, people do, they just do, they do get caught up in the wrong, in the wrong thing. They'd rather look good than actually be good and provide for their families and build wealth and, and stuff like that. So, um, so share with us some more of the things like the actions that matter that you feel like has moved the needle in your business the most. Absolutely. So I'm going to actually be talking on this in Vegas, I believe. Um, so I, you all know, I do a lot of lunch and learns. I've talked about that a lot, 
but I really have taken that step up a notch. I'm really a big fan of education. So I've rebranded all of my lunch and learns. I call it empower you. So I have my lunch and learn aspect. I have a private agent Facebook page called empower you. And then I just started a YouTube page called empower you where I have actually taken mortgage 101 stuff. So um, KT was at EPMX with me and awesome. I <laughs> yeah. see I implemented KT. <laughs> I came back and we, we already started it. I'm announcing it tomorrow at my lunch and learn to my agents that it's out there. We have eight videos on it already and we've, we're recording them daily. Everybody on my staff's recording them. You know, what is a VA loan? The agents don't want to admit that they don't know what it is, but now there's a video that they can watch in the privacy of their home. They don't have to admit to me. They don't know what it is, but I explain it. And we did one on what's seller's assistance, what's PMI, you know, like all that little stuff that they need to know and how to work it, but they don't want to admit that they don't know it. So I'm a big fan on training and I've taken all that to private strategy sessions like KT has as well. So I'm also going into brokerages and doing um, presentations for the brokerages and all that together has really helped my leads. My leads have gone has skyrocketed the past couple of months on for purchases because I have just focused it on the agents, on building value with them, educating them. I'm not there saying, hey, who are you working with today? I can pre-approve. I'm giving them value. You know, I, I took 19 applications. I'm sorry, 19 sales contracts in one week. So most of that, I've been doing this for 19 years. I never had that many. And it was from exactly what you're talking about, Rebecca. It's yeah. like no one's doing it. No one's spending time or investing in agents. And the ones that are, they're begging for business. They're chasing realtors. They're saying, hey, send me another lead. Send me another deal. Send me a deal. Send me a deal. But they're not giving anything in value. Okay. Now, I'm not talking about material things that are Section 8 violation here. I'm talking about education, right? Mm -hmm. Um, one of the things we learned at EPMX is uh, humanizing the process. Guys, agents want to be educated, okay? They want to understand the basics of what we do internally, what our processes looks like, why we do things a certain way, and no one's really spending that time doing it. They want to know the basics of VA loans, USDA loans, you know, FHA loans. Uh, I put a big class on every year. Uh, matter of fact, I've got another one. It's uh, uh, March and November of every single year. I have 100 realtors in a room. It's a big event. It's all sponsored. It's just education. So when we take the time to educate them in all these different realms, you're then you create a relationship, right? Over time, it's like you have to give, re, like you have to, I always call it RIA, results in advance. Let's give them, let's put our money where our mouth is too. Like, let's just, let's let our actions speak for ourselves. Because again, all these other lenders are chasing them and begging for business and they're just, you know, there's a way in which you talk to them and identify them and focus and, and know which ones that you want to focus on based upon, because a lot of these top producers, they've already got, you know, strong, you know, lender relationships. Mm -hmm. So if you know that and you've done your homework, then shoot, man, you can just say, you know, Hey, let me be your backup quarterback. Your language with them are, will be different than an agent who might be middle of the road or maybe a new agent. So so yeah, hey y'all. So so niches get riches. You know this. Mm -hmm. So like Rebecca has formed a niche yeah. in education. Yep. Started with doing these lunch and learns. Mm -hmm. And then she went 
incredibly deep on this. She's got a Facebook page. She's going to brokerages and individually doing this with, with their agents. <clears throat> I mean, Rebecca needs to do nothing else. She doesn't need to create any <laughs> new fancy products. She doesn't need to get any new fancy technology. Yeah. All she has to do, and now she's added YouTube to it. All she has, I'm pretty soon she's going to be the TikTok queen of mortgage, mortgage <laughs> education. I can see it already. And uh, like, this is all she has to do. She'll, she'll win. She'll gain mm-hmm. market share. And by the mm-hmm. time her competition copies her, it'll be, it won't even be too late for them. Because yeah. there'll be plenty of business because so few people are going to copy her. But when everybody else is like, damn, why, you know, and look, look at, look at my orange peel here. Like, why, why aren't they sending me business? It's going to be too late. And that's yeah. the difference of those of us who are going to be relevant 10 years from now. And the difference in those of us that are, are replaced by technology, which mm-hmm. is going to happen to a great majority of our industry. Yeah. Hey, uh, Rebecca, what are you doing with the YouTube channel? Like, did you create one for consumers and realtors or did you put it in one? Um, you know, this was a big conversation that we'd had. So mm-hmm. I'm curious how how you're moving forward with that. So I do. I have two YouTube channels. One is just the Rebecca Foot Mortgage Team that is geared towards consumers. Mm-hmm. And then I have, um, if you just go, go to YouTube and go to Empower You, there's going to be a ton of channels. So you have to go to Empower You Innovating Agents and you'll see my lovely face. And um, that one is for the agents. So I do have two of them. Yes. And, and you call it Empower You. It's just the letter U. Yep. Empower okay. You Innovating Agents. Innovating Agents. I love it. Yeah. I love it. You love just it. got 3,000 uh, new, uh, subscribe. new followers on it today as soon as I, this is released. I haven't announced it yet. So I think there's like four of us and they're all my employees. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Hey, so, so speaking of, of your employees, tell us a little bit like, you know, people are like, dang, she did 250 loans. She's running a mortgage bank. What does your team look like? Oh, you don't want to know. <laughs> 2020 was um, me and one loan partner that did 250 loans. It was not not very much What'd personal your kids life. Think of that? <laughs> uh, well, I was homeschooling a six year old at the time, so it it was not very good. <laughs> but um, in 2021, I did hire a second loan partner, and that definitely helped me a lot because I needed to. I um, did step out of taking loan applications in August. Um, I actually took one yesterday and my whole staff made fun of me because I don't take loan apps, but I took one and they're all like, what are you doing? I know that feeling. (laughs) (laughs) I I did get through it. I'm only, you know, I was a little rusty, but I think we should do that once in a while to feel the pain and, and know what's going on in the transaction. And and see what, what's going on in the softwares and where we can improve on stuff. So um, it is literally now me, two loan partners. Of course, we have a processor. She's a processor slash junior underwriter. Um, and then I do have a marketing coordinator who I will. This is if I can give one piece of advice. I always had a marketing person, but then I would outsource everything right to graphic design, video, all that stuff. Well, then I got smart last year. And when I had to replace my marketing person, I hired somebody that could do graphic design. And that took my marketing to the whole next level. And now she does it. We do it all in-house. And starting in March, we're going to be bringing video in-house as well because she learned how to do all the video editing. So it cut down on my cost. 
I can give her more opportunities and it, it just, everything's more cohesive because it's all together. And I'm, I'm dying to know the answer to my next question here, Rebecca. <laughs> so adding the second loan partner in 21, how many less hours did you work? Oh, a lot. <laughs> so, so one of the things we do, like, you know, Rebecca's talking about, she did the same amount of volume in from one year to the next from 20 to 21. Mm -hmm. But, you know, adding a loan partner and doing 250 loans, I imagine you didn't make too much less money uh, by, totally by adding that it. one loan partner. <laughs> and, and I know for certain, based upon your answer, that your dollar per hour wage went up significantly. Oh yeah. It was totally worth it. It gave me my life back because 2020, I worked a way more hours than I should have. And I know we were all stuck at home and everything, but I didn't see my child, you know, and, and I got back to more of a 40, 50 hour work week in 2021. And I want to get it down even more. And I, I know that that's definitely possible. All right. It's so interesting because you you'll probably work less and make more money. It's crazy. Yeah. 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 As we get more and more systems in place, it's it's getting better and better. Yep. So, um, hey, friends listening, if you don't know about Next Level Loan Officer, you only know that we have a podcast. Um, you might be living underneath a rock. You might not listen to a full podcast. You might ignore the beginning of our podcast. But hey, go to becomenl.com and, and you can check us out and see everything we have to offer. Rebecca. Like, could you, uh, you've been a part of us for a while. Could, could, could you like, you know, maybe share with the crowd of listeners of what that $197 a month investment gets for them? It yeah, is a lot, a, of, a lot it's of people. It's an absolute no brainer to join <laughs> Next Level. On Mondays, you get the lowdown, which is our lovely four owners. They're jabbing on each other pretty much. <laughs> They're, they're talking about things that are going on right now in the industry. Um, it could be a question that somebody in the group has brought up on the Facebook page. It could be just a trend that's, that's changing that we need to be aware of. On Wednesdays, you get the coaching call. So it's um, typically one of the coaches that come on and talk about any topic that's relevant to what's going on that could help us grow. Um, we get the mastermind events, which are usually three times a year, I believe. And um, you don't want to miss those. I, I know there's a lot of members of the group that don't come to masterminds and you need to be at those because those events, it's not just being at the event and learning from the actual content of the event because that's important, but it's what happens outside the group too, like at dinner, at lunch at the bar, that is where you get to meet each other and really grow from each other. And I can't tell you some of those friendships I've made, I talk to daily now and they have become my best friends. Yeah. So let me ask you this. So how long have you been in next level now? I mean, we've known you forever, but yeah, I'm ashamed to say it's only been a year. Okay. <laughs> so, so let me ask you this, let the listeners know, from your perspective, how next level has helped you? Like really what, what have you gotten from, from this group? And, and do you think that it's genuinely changed the trajectory of your business? Because so many people are afraid to get into coaching. We've made it virtually free for people. It is. I mean, 197 is virtually free. Why do we do that? Right. Right. We do that for a reason. We want to make it affordable for even the newer LOs 
that are new and or middle of the road or just stuck in a really bad place. We want to make it affordable. Why? Because we want to help as many people as we can, because we know that when we help people that, you know, that it comes full circle back to us. And and so we've gotten a really good community of people uh, together over the last year, you know. So you know, actually, Katie, that's, it's really evolved. I mean, it's more of a yeah. community than it, than it is. is a coaching platform. Anymore. It's a movement. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> go ahead, Rebecca. Um, so I'm sorry. What was the actual question there? <laughs> oh, well, the first part of the question was like, just share a little bit about what Next Level has done for you oh, and right. your business. That's yeah. Right. So it it has really gotten me a lot more focused this past year. Like I, I've always known what I was doing. I knew what I should do, but having people just hold, they hold you more accountable. They check in with you more, but it's just gotten me more focused on what I should do. It's given me other ideas for things that I should be doing. And it's just, it's helping me take my business to the next level. It it really really has not to just use a pun there, but it, yeah. it really has just gotten me much more focused and don't be afraid. I know we have a lot of members that are not using the coaching calls to the actual one-on-one coaching. Don't be afraid to do that. It's, it's $750 and it's basically free too. With what you get out of those calls, it is free. Like, don't be afraid to spend the money. Well, I always say you're going to pay for it one way or another. You're going to pay for it in trial and error and time and uh, learning the hard way, or you can just pay for it and get a blueprint and uh, just implement it as quickly as you can. So that's good stuff. Clarity. I'm telling you, man, clarity is power. Me and Sean have been saying that for years, and I feel like that's what we give people inside of Next Level is just give them clarity over their business. I see it, Sean. I love it. I love it. Sean is showing clarity is power. He's got a banner in his office. I love it. Uh, but that's what we believe. So anyway, Sean, you, more you, man? Okay. Yeah. one more thing. Yeah. Don't. What I love about Next Level 2 is you're not assigned to a coach that you may not mesh with. So depending what you need in your coaching, you can pick who you want to go with. And, and like, if you need tech, we all know Shane's the techie person, they go to Shane, but if you need bomb mom, you go to Alan. Like, I love that Mm -hmm. you can pick what you need for where you are in, in your ass, in your business. And that's you look in the brand of realtor lunch and learn strategy, you go to Rebecca. (laughs) And if you want to know how to dress up like a woman, you uh, go to Sean. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right, friends. So, hey, we appreciate you joining us, Rebecca. It is our honor. I get to see you you. in almost exactly a month and a half from today. Uh, For those of you, again, who want to find out about us, become NL.com. Check us out there. Check us out on Facebook. Check us out everywhere. Kenneth. There was a day when these podcasts were only you and me. Yep. And a long time. It's uh it's good to do it with you again. Yep. Likewise, my friend. I appreciate it. Peace out, you. y'all. Thank you guys. I appreciate you. All right. Thank you, Rebecca. Thank you. Bye.